Welcome to Passion on the Page, a poetry podcast series from AS21 Publishing, featuring AS21 creatives and guest poets. Today's featured poet is... Allen Ginsberg, as read by Keith F. Shovlin. Howl. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked, dragging themselves through the Negro streets at dawn looking for an angry fix, angel-headed hipsters burning for the ancient heavenly connection of a starry dynamo in the machinery of night, who poverty and tatters and hollow-eyed and high sat up smoking in the supernatural darkness of cold-water flats floating across the tops of cities contemplating jazz, who bared their brains to heaven, under the L and saw Mohammedan angels staggering on tenement roofs illuminated, who passed through universities with radiant cool eyes hallucinating Arkansas and Blake-like tragedy among the scholars of war, who were expelled from the academies for crazy and publishing obscene odes on the windows of the skull, who cowered in unshaven rooms and underwear, burning their money in wastebaskets and listening to the terror through the wall who got busted in their pubic beards returning through Laredo with a belt of marijuana for New York, who ate fire in paint hotels or drank turpentine in Paradise Alley, death or purgatory to their torsos night after night, with dreams, with drugs, with waking nightmares, alcohol and cock and endless balls, incomparable blind streets of shuddering cloud and lightning in the mind leaping toward poles of Canada and Patterson, illuminating all the motionless world of time between. Peyote solidities of halls, backyard green tree cemetery dawns, wine drunkenness over the rooftops, storefront burrows of tea-head joyride neon blinking traffic light, sun and moon and tree vibrations in the roaring winter dusts of Brooklyn, ashcan rantings and kind king light of mind who chained themselves to subways for the endless ride from Battery to Holy Bronx on Benzedrine until the noise of wheels and children brought them down shuddering, mouth-racked and battered, bleak of brain, all drained of brilliance in the drear light of zoo, who sank all night in submarine light of Bickford's floated out and sat through the stale beer afternoon in desolate fugazis, listening to the crack of doom on the hydrogen jukebox who talked continuously seventy hours from park to pad to bar to Bellevue to museum to the Brooklyn Bridge, a lost battalion of platonic conversationalists jumping down the stoops off fire escapes, off windowsills, off Empire State out of the moon, yakety-yakking, screaming, vomiting, whispering facts and memories and anecdotes and eyeball kicks and shocks of hospital and jails and wars, Whole intellects disgorged in total recall for seven days and nights with brilliant eyes meet for the synagogue cast on the pavement, who vanished into nowhere Zen, New Jersey, leaving a trail of ambiguous picture postcards of Atlantic City Hall, suffering eastern sweats and tangerine bone grindings and migraines of China under junk withdrawal in Newark's bleak furnished room who wandered around and around at midnight in the railroad yard wondering where to go and went, leaving no broken hearts, who let cigarettes in boxcars, 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 racketing through snow toward lonesome farms in Grandfather Night, who studied Plotinus Poe St. John of the Cross telepathy and Bob Kabbalah because the cosmos instinctively vibrated at their feet in Kansas, who loaned it through the streets of Idaho, seeking visionary Indian angels who were visionary Indian angels, 
who thought they were only mad when Baltimore gleamed in supernatural ecstasy, who jumped in limousines with the Chinamen of Oklahoma on the impulse of winter midnight streetlight small-town rain, who lounged hungry and lonesome through Houston seeking jazz or sex or soup and followed the brilliant Spaniard to converse about America and eternity, a hopeless task, and so took ship to Africa who disappeared into the volcanoes of Mexico, leaving behind nothing but the shadow of dungarees and the lava and ash of poetry scattered in fireplace Chicago, who reappeared on the West Coast investigating the FBI in beards and short with big pacifist eyes, sexy in their dark skin, passing out incomprehensible leaflets, who burned cigarette holes in their arms protesting the narcotic tobacco haze of capitalism who distributed super-communist pamphlets in Union Square, weeping and undressing, while the sirens of Los Alamos wailed them down, and wailed down Wall, and the Staten Island Ferry also wailed, who broke down crying in white gymnasiums, naked and trembling before the machinery of other skeletons, who bit detectives in the neck and shrieked with delight in police cars for committing no crime but their own wild-cooking pederasty and intoxication who howled on their knees in the subway and were dragged off the roof waving genitals and manuscripts, who let themselves be fucked in the ass by saintly motorcyclists and screamed with joy, who blew and were blown by those human seraphim, the sailors, caresses of Atlantic and Caribbean love, who bawled in the morning and the evenings in rose gardens and the grass of public parks and cemeteries, scattering their semen freely to whomever come who may, who hiccuped endlessly trying to giggle, who hiccuped endlessly trying to giggle but wound up with a sob behind a partition in a Turkish bath when the blonde and naked angel came to pierce them with a sword, who lost their love boys with three old shrews of fate, the one-eyed shrew of the heterosexual dollar, the one-eyed shrew that winks out of the womb, and the one-eyed shrew that does nothing but sit on her ass and snip the intellectual golden threads of the craftsman's loom who copulated ecstatic and insatiate with a bottle of beer, a sweetheart, a package of cigarettes, a candle, and fell off the bed, and continued along the floor and down the hall, and ended fainting on the wall with a vision of ultimate cunt, and come eluding the last jism of consciousness, who sweetened the snatches of a million girls trembling in the sunset, and were red-eyed in the morning but peppered to sweeten the snatch of the sunrise, flashing buttocks under barns and naked in the lake, who went out whoring through Colorado in myriad stolen night cars, N.C., secret hero of these poems, Coxman and Adonis of Denver, joy to the memory of his innumerable lays of girls and empty lots and diner backyards, movie houses, rickety rows on mountaintops and caves, or with gaunt waitresses and familiar roadside lonely petticoat upliftings, and especially secret gas station solipsisms of John's and hometown alleys too who faded out in vast sordid movies, were shifted in dreams, woke on a sudden Manhattan, and picked themselves up out of basements, hung over with heartless decay, and horrors of Third Avenue iron dreams, and stumbled to unemployment offices, who walked all right with their shoes full of blood on the snowbank docks waiting for a door in the East River to open to a room full of steam heat and opium who created great suicidal dramas on the apartment cliff banks of the Hudson under the wartime blue flood out of the moon, and their heads shall be crowned with laurel in oblivion, who ate the lamb stew of the imagination or digested the crab at the muddy bottom of the rivers of Bowery, 
who wept at the romance of a street with their pushcarts full of onions and bad music, who sat in boxes breathing in the darkness under the bridge, and rose up to build harpsichords in their lofts, who sat in boxes breathing in the darkness under the bridge, and rose up to build harpsichords in their lofts, who coughed on the sixth floor of Harlem, crowned with flame under the tubercular sky, surrounded by orange crates of theology, who scribbled all night, rocking and rolling over lofty incantations which in the yellow morning were stanzas of gibberish, who cooked rotten animals, lung, heart, feet, tail, borscht, and tortillas, dreaming of the pure vegetable kingdom, who plunged themselves under meat trucks looking for an egg, who threw their watches off the roof, who threw their watches off the roof to cast their ballot for eternity outside of time, and alarm clocks fell on the heads every day for the next decade, who cut their wrists three times successively, unsuccessfully, gave up and were forced to open antique stores where they thought they were growing old and cried, who were burned alive in their innocent flannel suits on Madison Avenue amid blasts of lead and verse and the tanked-up clatter of the iron regiments of fashion and the nitroglycerin shrieks of the fairies of advertising and the muster gas of sinister intelligent editors were run down by the drunken taxicabs of absolute reality who jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, this actually happened, and walked away unknown and forgotten into the ghostly days of Chinatown, soup alley, ghostly days of Chinatown, soup alleyways and fire trucks, not even one free beer, who sang out of their windows in despair, fell out of their subway window, jumped into the pith, filthy Passaic, leaped, leapt on Negroes, cried all over the street, danced on broken wine glasses, barefoot smashed phonograph records of nostalgic European 1930s German jazz, finished the whiskey, and threw up groaning into the bloody toilet, moans in the ears, and blasts of colossal steam whistles, who barrowed down the highways of the past journeying to each other's hot rod Golgotha jail, solitude watch, or Birmingham jazz incarnation, who drove cross-country seventy-two hours to find out if I had a vision of you, vision, or you had a vision, or he had a vision to find out eternity, who journeyed to Denver, who died in Denver, who came back to Denver and waited in vain, who watched over Denver and brooded and loaned in Denver, and finally went away to find out the time, and now Denver is lonesome for her heroes who fell on their knees in hopeless cathedrals, praying for each other's salvation and light and breath until the soul illuminated its hair for a second, who crashed through their minds in jail waiting for impossible criminals with golden heads and the charm of reality in their hearts, who sang sweet blues to Alcatraz, who retired to Mexico to cultivate a habit, or Rocky Mount to tender Buddha or Tangiers, to Boys or Southern Pacific, to the Black Locomotive or Harvard, to Narcissus, to Ludlawn, to the Daisy Chain or Grave, who demanded sanity trials accusing the radio of hypnotism and were left with their insanity in their hands and a hung jury, who threw potato salad at CCNY lecturers on Dadaism and subsequently presented themselves on the granite steps of the madhouse with shaven heads and harlequin speech of suicide, demanding instantaneous lobotomy, and who were given instead the concrete void of insulin, metrazole, electricity, hydrotherapy, psychotherapy, and occupational therapy, ping-pong, and amnesia, who in humorless protest overturned only one symbolic ping-pong table resting briefly in Catatonia. 
returning years later truly bold except for a wig of blonde and tears and fingers to the visible madman doom of the wards of the mad towns of the east pilgrim states rocklands and greystones folded halls bickering with the echoes of his soul rocking and rolling in the midnight solitude bent dolmen roads of love dream of life a nightmare bodies turned to stone as heavy as the moon with mother finally and the last fantastic book flung out of the tenement window and the last door closed at four a m and the last telephone slammed at the wall in reply and the last furnished room emptied down to the last piece of mental furniture a yellow paper rose twisted on a wire hanger in the closet and even that imaginary nothing but a hopeful little bit of hallucination ah oh, carl while you are not safe i am not safe and now you're really in the total animal soup of time and who therefore ran through the icy streets obsessed with a sudden flash of the alchemy of the use of the ellipsis catalogue a variable measure and the vibrating plane who dreamt and made incarnate gaps in time and space through images juxtaposed and trapped the archangel of the soul between two visual images and joined the elemental verbs and set the noun and dash of consciousness together jumping with sensation of pater omnipotence eterna deus to recreate the syntax and measure of poor human prose and stand before you speechless and intelligent and shaking with shame rejected yet confessing out the soul to conform to the rhythm of thought in his naked and endless head the madman bum and angel beaten time unknown yet pulling down here what might be left to say in time come after death and rose reincarnate in the ghostly clothes of jazz and the gold-horned shadow of the band and blew the suffering of america's naked mind for love into an eli eli lama lama sabachthani saxophone cry that shivered the cities down to the last radio with the absolute heart of the poem of life butchered out of their own bodies good to eat a thousand years and now for the story behind the poem so this episode happened to fall a week after the presidential election in 2016 and although this there are many great poems that have been suggested in fact there's been a cacophony of poetry being recommended to soothe the liberal heart after the shocking defeat of hillary clinton by donald trump i know vox and the atlantic and buzzfeed each contributed well into the dozens of poems to consider only a few crossing over between the lists when i thought about it myself this was the first that came to mind just for that opening and just for the vivid pictures of all these lost souls that painted in because there feels to be so many lost souls now so many people that were ex so expectant of that it was almost a foregone conclusion that hillary clinton would win that no one would possibly in their right mind want to see donald trump actually as president yet here we are a week out from the election and though there are regrets and machinations about possible changes in the electoral college what's done is done and come january 20th 2017 donald j trump will be taking the oath of office as our president and frankly we don't know where we go from here and that is what truly is driving people mad at this point for months we've watched as trump's shenanigans has brought the republican party into pieces and yet with just his victory he's done the same to the democratic party now seen to be without a leader 
not gaining the majority in the Senate that we were so expecting, and any chances that a majority in the House completely vanished, thanks to redistricting and just poor voter recognition of what's going on, we don't expect there to be any changes in the makeup of the House or the Senate for years to come, especially since this was the only favorable map of a 10-year rotation in the Senate. So now here we sit, disappointed, shocked. Many are still unaccepting of the fact that we are, the whole stages of grief are being reviewed again and again. All across this country, people that, of the 59 million that chose, who would be the first female president, now dismayed that they won't get that chance and knowing that she may never get that chance. Where do we go from here? To take the line from President Obama's re-election campaign in 2012, forward. It's the only way we can go, is forward. And I know this episode now goes on way longer than any previous episode of this podcast. But I've been reticent since the results. I mean, I've taken my own life into consideration, my own plans and opinions and have largely kept quiet and just taken it all in, criticized when I could, liked or sat and you know, reacted to the various Facebook posts and tweets. But now we must move forward, as that is what we do. We are the United States of America, and we must continue on. Thank you for listening to Passion on the Page, a production of AS21 Publishing. For this and other podcasts, visit media.as21.com. If you would like to be a guest poet or become an AS21 creative, visit as21.com. Copyright 2015, AS21 Publishing, LLC. All rights reserved. AS21 Publishing. What do you want your book to be?